there's a, there is a severe difference between my filter and your filter for what we say on this podcast. What's wrong with it? It's a valid criticism. Hello hotties, welcome to a brand new episode of To Be Honest The Podcast. My name is Amanda and I'm sitting across from the beautiful, spectacular, unbelievable, unforgettable, so beautiful, incredible Miss Kara Reedy. <laughs> I really hate when I have to introduce myself like that. I will say it's a brand new episode, but it is not a brand new setup because we are back in our apartment, so obviously we have been recording in a studio for the past few weeks, and we've been loving it. Yes. It's been so good, um, but today we're recording back in our apartment, sitting at the old coffee table with the old cans of beans. The beans are back, baby. Oh, the, the beans, beans are, are back. back. And it, it honestly feels kind of good. Um, I personally am hot. I forgot the, how hot our apartment gets yeah. when we record because mm-hmm. we can't have the aircon on. Um, I know that I'm going to have some back issues after this because I'm <laughs> currently leaning over. Um, but we're, the reason why we're back in our apartment and not the studio is because, for those of you who don't know, we live in Queensland in Australia. And at the moment, there have been massive floods all over Queensland and parts of New South Wales. And unfortunately, parts of the Gold Coast have been affected, and that includes the studio that we record at. So obviously, it's a as good a reason as any to go back to our old setup. Yes. <laughs> and yes, in saying that, we are very much so sending all of our love and our thoughts are with everyone who has been affected by the floods. It has been, I mean, I would say it's quite confronting for us, even though we are not the ones who are even experiencing mm-hmm. the devastation. I think even seeing it on social media and things like that really puts things into perspective of how devastating this weather event has been. So yes, uh, we're thinking of you. Yeah, and I think we're really lucky because we are in a part of Queensland slash the Gold Coast that it has been relatively unaffected. Whereas, you know, when we've been driving around the past few days, we've seen houses that have had water up to their like front doors. Like it's mm. scary. Um, but fortunately, we're okay. And yeah, we're sending our love. And if you have time or if you have the emotional space, um, there are a lot of places you can donate or, you know, things you can share on social media if you want to help out. So maybe we'll do some of that on our Instagram if you want to head over there at tbh.pod. But we thought that for this one, we could do a little bit of a lighthearted episode, just since things are a bit heavy right now. Yes. Uh, Sometimes when things are heavy in the world, I think that things like podcasts and YouTube channels and, you know, various forms of media, they can serve as an entertaining distraction Mm -hmm. from what's going on in the world at that time. So we hope that if you are feeling the heaviness of the world at the moment, that this episode will provide you with some lighthearted entertainment and a little bit of a break from thinking about everything. Absolutely. But I think for the first time this year in our apartment, what do you have to be honest about this week, Ducky? You've really thrown me because I really thought you were going to go first with the what do you have to be honest about this week. Like we have notes for this episode yeah, as we have I notes for every first. episode. And Kara's listed first and she's listed what she's going to be honest about. And I have not listed okay. what I have to be honest about. So I'm just going to need you to take the reins okay. and go for it and I'll think about it. So you it don't want to improvise. You want me to just go first? Look, I did take improv classes when I was younger, but I simply have not kept that <laughs> okay. uh, that strength. So you go for okay. it, hun. Great. I'll go for it. So the thing that 
I have to be honest about this week is that I am well and truly on the euphoria train. We love to see it. And look, honestly, this is something that I was going to be honest about last week, but we also couldn't record last week. It's been a bit of a it's been a bit of a tough couple of weeks it has. recording yeah. wise. Um so this is actually a bit of an older honesty honesty hour, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I'm obsessed with euphoria. I'm currently like I'm finished it like I started watching it would you say like two weeks ago yeah definitely and I finished the whole like two seasons in like a week and a half maybe Mm -hmm. and then obviously for those of you who watch Euphoria the finale aired like two days ago like on Monday and what is there to say is the best fucking show I'm literally obsessed like I would go to work and I'd come home and I'd walk in the door and I'd be like hey so I was thinking and I'd say some like thought about you uh-huh. <laughs> and Ducky would just look at me and be like, yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm obsessed. I'm and here's the other thing I want to say. I know that there are some people out there and I feel like this is kind of like I don't want to sound like I'm being like, I'm not like the other girls who think they're not like other girls. I'm not trying to be like that. Yeah. But there are some people out there who don't like liking things that a lot of people like. Yeah. I love liking things that a lot of people like uh-huh. because I love looking online and seeing like a million videos about it that I can watch. And I love being able to talk to like any friend who's like, oh my God, I've also watched this. I'll listen to this. Like, yeah. I think it's so much more fun when you have that collective experience with something. And that's what I'm kind of feeling about euphoria. Like you've watched it. Obviously we watched it together. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Mental health wise. I would not have been oh. able to handle it if I watched it all by myself. Absolutely not. Um, and like every second person I ask if they've watched it, they've watched it or they're like really interested in watching it. Yeah. And excited. So I am loving the whole experience. Bit depressed after having finished it. Yeah. But we'll roll with it. We'll We've got a year to recover until the next season. Yeah. So. Anyway, is that enough time to get you to think about? Are you still not sure? No, I think I'm sure. I think I'm sure. What do you have to be honest about this week, Doug Dog? I'm. I have to be honest about the fact I'm feeling really excited to go to Melbourne next week. Great, because I haven't been to Melbourne in over a year now, Mm -hmm. and I obviously have a lot of family and friends there, and I'm just feel like I'm really looking forward to having a break for four days where I get to, you know, spend time with my friends and my family. Mm. And I feel like I haven't had that quality time with them in a really long time. So look, it may be a little boring, but that's what I have to I be honest like it's not about gonna today. Be boring. I think you're going to have a lot of fun and like, no, I don't mean, I don't mean that I think oh. it's going to be boring. I mean that what I have to be honest about is boring because well, there's I mean, nothing think, really happening in my life. I think right last now. week I was honest about the fact that I'm a cockroach whisperer. So I think <laughs> I take the cake for the most ridiculous, boring uh-huh. thing. So that's fine. Thank that, you so that's, much. That's a great, that's a great thing to feel like to feel excited to go home. Yeah. Because I know that we've talked a lot about how it can be really quite overwhelming to go back to your hometown mm-hmm. when you live somewhere else. So good for you, hon. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you. Should we get into the episode? I think we should. And I'm very excited for today's episode because last season we did an episode all about spooky dating stories <laughs> and we felt like it was a good idea for us to do another one of these. Mm. We got a lot of great feedback on it. We love recording these because we love hearing from you and also sharing funny stories that we have. We just sit here like reading your reading your replies and just laughing our fucking heads off. Uh-huh. It's so much fun. It's 
It's so much fun. So yeah, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about some icks. We're going to talk about some frightful dating experiences and it should be a really fun ride. Yeah, and, as al- <laughs> and as always, if you want to submit questions or experiences for episodes like this, you can do so on our Instagram at tbh dot pod because that's where every week we will ask questions for our next episode yeah so i think what we should start off with and you are written first on this one on the plan duck dog so you can't get mad at me for asking okay is let's start with our most frightful dating experiences so i am going to throw it over to you Mm -hmm. i hope you're prepared this time i'm prepared hope you've done your homework i have okay great what was your most or what is your most frightful dating experience look i'm not gonna say this is my most frightful because i have shared my most frightful on the podcast previously a frightful sorry like a top five yeah this is definitely a top five Mm -hmm. and basically i i met this guy actually not on a dating app this was a very random experience i'm i met this guy at a dog park okay you can say it yep i met (laughs) i met this guy at a dog park lovely guy we went on one date which was just like we went for a walk and it was nice like we had stuff in common and like vibe was good and i was like cool like let's have another date and anyway he ended up coming over and we were gonna order takeaway and like just have like a takeaway night in Anyway, so then we get to ordering and I'm like, you know, are we going to go pick food up? Are we going to like, what are we going to do? And I was like, oh, like we could just get Uber Eats. And he was like, yeah, like let's get Uber Eats. But like the thing is, I, I'm going to need you to order on your account. And I was like, okay, like that's totally fine. Like I'm like. But like why? Yeah, I'm like why, right? And I'm like, I'm so more than happy to pay whatever, you know, vibes. <laughs> and I didn't even ask him why, but he proceeded to tell me why regardless. Yeah. And I think the I think the red flag here is that he didn't realize that it was a problem to say this. Here's the thing. The biggest red flag isn't necessarily the red flag itself. It's when they don't realize that it's a red flag and they say something like it they're proud of it. Yes. Or it's okay. Yes. Or it's not tragic and embarrassing. Yes. Tell them so, what it was. So essentially he's like, yeah, my Uber Eats account like got suspended because I kept like ordering food and then saying that it hadn't got delivered and getting refunds and they realized that I was lying. Which is such a dick move for so many things. Like who gives a fuck about Uber refunding you? They're like a multi-billion dollar business. But you get you know that there were delivery drivers there who were making like fuck all money, uh-huh. who were being like reprimanded or like penalized for his shitty actions yeah the thing that got me is that we've come across this guy multiple times on dating apps since ducky went on this second and dare i say final date with him well it was yeah um and the thing is is that he is a financial like advisor or planner or some bullshit like yeah he is i remember him telling us that at the dog park spoiler alert i was there when we met him Actually, I will have to take some responsibility for this because we did encourage you to go on the date. Oh, you guys are all super encouraged. Yeah, and then we realized that it was a no. Anyway, so, I mean, he... (laughs) There is a a severe difference between my filter and your filter for what we say on this podcast. (laughs) What's wrong with it? It's a valid criticism. Anyway... What was I even saying? <laughs> I think that brings us to the close of, of my frightful date. So let's move on to your frightful date. Okay. My frightful date. <laughs> Look, it, I'm going to say it wasn't as frightful as that. I don't think. Are you sure? I, I actually, I'm not sure. Yeah. 
So my frightful date, again, not my most frightful date, just like, it's kind of like mildly frightening, you know, like it's like, it like mildly sends shivers up your spine. Like it's not going to make me like run out of the house screaming, but it's going to make me go, oh, (laughs) like, like I'm going to be frightened. (laughs) Yeah. So my frightful date was um, I went out um, for drinks and for dinner with this guy. Uh-huh. I met him on a dating app. He was he was lovely. He is a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Lovely guy. I since have seen him. Have you? Yeah. What do you mean? Yes, I have. Where? Wait, remember when he liked me on Hinge? Like, <laughs> like two like months after you went on a date with him? <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, met this guy on a dating app, went out on a date with him. He was pretty, like, we got along, like, vibing, like, if I had a chat, cool. He asked me out on a date, and I said yes. I then proceeded to basically plan the whole date, which was fine. And then we got to the date, and within the first, I would say, 10 minutes of sitting down he brought up the fact that a couple months ago he went on a date with another woman and she expected him to pay for dinner Mm -hmm. and he thought that that was awful Mm -hmm. and that was his deal breaker for a second date and two things first of all why are you bringing up another date 10 minutes into another date this is a great question this that's the first question i have for you the second question is if you don't want to pay for the meal, don't passive aggressively tell me a story that hints at it. Yeah, like, like just when it gets to paying the bill, just be like, you call if we split. Like, literally. It's literally fine. Because for the record, because I'm about to get further into this, but for the record, I have no problem splitting the bill. And when I say that, I mean men should split the – men should pay the bill. <laughs> Because no offense, but the gender pay graph is fucking real and they earn more money than us. And we've been through centuries of oppression. So they need to pay. <laughs> they need to pay financially and just in general, they need to, they need to pay up. Emotionally. And emotionally. But I am happy to split it. <laughs> and, and that's then I'm being genuine with that. Like, yeah. I'm more than happy if someone's like, hey, you want to split a bill? Cool, right? Like you're not going to pass judgment on someone for saying no, that. No, no, no. Um, and also with that being said, let's just say a man pays for the first date in the past. If I go on a second date with him, I will usually pay for the second date yeah. or I'll at least offer to pay and like seriously try and like, you know, say like, let me pay. Yeah. So everything, I just, I just know some people might want to come at me for saying that thing. What I said about men paying, it's my thoughts, uh-huh. but I also am happy to pay. Okay. So that's what kind of annoyed me. I was like, don't come in and say this thing to me about another girl. First of all, don't put another girl down in front of me. Don't do that. Yeah. And then we had a date, blah, blah, blah. He was kind of giving me mixed signals throughout the date. So I was like, oh, like, whatever, like, let's go. I wasn't really feel- feeling it. So we left after a couple of hours and I had to go to the toilet on the way out. And the toilet was like before the cash register. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, give me one second. I'm just going to go to the toilet before we go out to the front. He goes, okay, yeah. So I thought he was going to wait for me. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the toilet came back out and he wasn't there and I said to the waiter oh like do you know where he went like did he go to the toilet and she goes oh he went to the till at the front and I said oh okay cool so I walked out there and he come he goes to me oh they've got your half waiting to be paid at the till (laughs) and I was like 
cool. It's just so <laughs> it's just so intentional, isn't it? That's what's interesting about it. Is like it's literally fine, but it's like the way he went about it is so interesting. Yeah. What's the thing? It's like it it is interesting to me. Like I I find it to be like awkward mm. the way he did it. Like I was going to say after what, what he said about the splitting it, I was gonna say to him like when we went to the till, hey, do you want to split it? 50 50 kind of thing but he like purposely like left me yeah. to go and pay half i just think that's a bit weird it is weird i think it's strange yeah anyway so that was my powerful day shall we move on to some of the worst funniest most frightful dating experiences that our listeners have submitted because some of these are fucking good yes please this is i I have so many things to say about all of these things and i'm so appreciative to everyone who sent in (laughs) submissions about this because it is iconic and lovely and there is a lot to talk about okay so we went on a second date we got along like best friends such good chat so good that he thought it was okay to talk throughout the entire movie. I'm talking the whole ass time. Here's the thing. My deal breaker is people who talk through movies. Don't fucking open your mouth while we're watching a movie. Mm-hmm. It's a no. I've definitely talked to you through movies. <laughs> you definitely have. Look, obviously, if it's, like, a question about the movie, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But if you're, like, trying to, like, talk about something else or if you're talking too much, no. No. Don't do that. It's super interesting when people do that. I wonder if it's because they're uncomfortable with silence. Maybe. But also, I think, like, I kind of get it from the perspective of, like, a movie on, like, a first or second date can be hard because, like, you are trying to get to know someone. So Mm. if you you are really vibing like these people were, like, you want to talk to them. To get to know them more. Yeah. So it makes sense that you'd be, like, wanting to talk through the movie. But it's also just, like, read the room. Literally. And, like, if you want to talk that much, don't plan a movie date, uh-huh. in my opinion. Anyway. <laughs> the second one is a doozy, let me tell you that. So this person said... <laughs> you, are pr- <laughs> you are pretty for an Asian. <laughs> and then this girl said... First of all, so fucking racist. Second of all, I'm not Asian. (laughs) Which I'm just like, imagine getting something so deeply wrong. And can I just say, I actually know this girl who submitted this and she's like, she does not. I'm so confused by this statement (laughs) because like she doesn't look like she's Asian at all. And I'm like, so deeply confused. It's the confidence to, to guess someone's ethnicity. So blatantly when you clearly like don't know it like Literally. it's just so interesting it's so bizarre. and, it's and then obviously we like, get into the racism aspect of it like pretty foreign age and like okay like i'm thanks i'm just so confused about like like backhanded compliment much and it's just like i don't know I fucking understand what do people get what people think they're gonna get when they compliment women or people in this way like you're pretty for x yeah I kind of need more context. I, I wish I wish we had more details. I'm going to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our next one is very straightforward, straight to the point, confusing <laughs> to the core. Maybe you can enlighten me, Kara, on why the fuck someone would do this. I have no idea. He left because I ordered red wine. It, I don't know. 
this just makes me think about our friend who recently or kind of semi recently went on a date and she was dating this really fucking cocky stupid man oh my God. who was who thought he was so far above her that she was holding a wine glass and he was like darling you're not meant to hold it like that you're meant to hold it like this and she was like i'm gonna fucking hold it the way i want to hold it it's Thanks. literally so pathetic it's so pathetic so i'm like maybe this guy's like because you know how like certain wines you're meant to pair with certain foods and like red wine like i think maybe usually you'd pair it with like red meat and stuff like that i don't fucking know because i don't drink red wine i drink white wine but like maybe he was offended if he thinks he's like a wine sommelier like what (laughs) anyway like that's really strange to me and i don't get it i also think i need more context for this one like did he tell her why yeah can you if you're if you're the one who submitted this can you please message us and provide us context i really deeply want to know like how does one I'm so like, confused. what's an acceptable drink if red wine isn't? Because I feel like wine is pretty like widely considered like a sophisticated thing to drink. That's the thing. I go on dates sometimes, or like sometimes if I'm like you know in the past, for example, I've like dated guys and they'll be like, let's cook dinner and have some wine, and I'm like, I don't drink wine. <laughs> or like I'll be at a guy's house and they're like, do you want some wine? And I'm like, I don't drink wine. And I feel kind of weird for saying that because I'm like mm. a woman in my late twenties. I guess I should like wine or some shit. Yeah. But like, like. If, if you said he left because you ordered a cruiser, like, like that'd be a bit different. It'd be different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's fine. Co- order what you want to order. Order what you want to order. And I'm, I am a, I'm very passionate about this. Order what the fuck you want to order. I'm a basic record league cider bitch and mm. I don't fucking care. And I will order it wherever I go. But like, honestly, it would make more sense to me if a man looked at me ordering, ordering a record league cider and walked out than a red wine. Like, this is what <laughs> confuses me, the drink of choice. Drink what you want to drink. And that goes to men as well. On the weekend, we went to my birthday dinner and our friend's boyfriend was drinking this gin-dependent woman drink. He had like three or four of them. It was this bright pink. Wait, he's so busy, fucking iconic. He's so iconic. And he was like, yeah, I want a gin-dependent woman. You do that, man. You drink your gin-dependent women. Wait. What? It's so iconic when a man orders a cocktail. Oh, a man who, like, drinks, like, a cruiser as well. I know I just kind of bagged out cruisers, but that's fine. Oh, when a man drinks a cruiser with conviction, like, the opposite of an With confidence. Yeah. It's an... (sighs) (laughs) We've brought it back. (laughs) We've brought it back. Sorry, you said opposite of an ick. I had to do it. (laughs) I had to do it to him. Anyway, the point is that men... It's hot when you drink a traditionally feminine feminine drink. drink. Okay, so the next one is actually a little bit triggering for me because I'm personally a little bit af- afraid of this happening. Uh-huh. And it's <laughs> this person said, "I went on a date with a guy who I thought spoke English, but he only spoke Spanish." And for the record, this person obviously doesn't speak a word of Spanish. So, here's what I want to say. One of my biggest fears is going on a date and not being able to understand the person I'm with because Mm. it'd be so awkward. And that's from a perspective of, I think I'm one of those people that in general, I'm always asking people to repeat themselves for some reason. And I get really self-conscious about it. Like even when they're (laughs) talking. Yeah. Like I feel like you're going to notice it way more now. Really? (laughs) I feel like, like, so I'm like, oh, what was that? And they have to repeat themselves when they're speaking English and they're Australian. Uh So one of my biggest fears is like going on a date with like a Scottish man. Scottish accents are so hot as a side note. Anyway, my point is that I'm very scared of this happening. So this would be a frightful dating experience and it's no one's fault it's not his fault it's not her fault maybe this is also just the fact that we're deeply white and deeply uncultured and maybe we should be more (laughs) interested in languages other than english we actually should we really should be i've tried my hardest at times to learn like italian 
it's mm. so hard mm. it's so hard well this is the thing i was doing this i was trying to learn spanish mm-hmm. when i was dating my ex because i was like i deeply want to be able to communicate in a language that isn't english <laughs> and it was so hard and i had like good intentions with it and i was like yeah. really excited and it was still hard so yeah it is very very hard so our next submission is i went on two dates and after that i said it wasn't going to work he told me that he thought we were going to get married and i shouldn't have played with him because he was in the military and going back to base what has that got to do with anything he also forced me to kiss him on the second day as i was trying to leave truly a frightful experience will not date military and also don't even date <laughs> men anymore <laughs> okay i have i have multiple questions first of all what does him being in the military have to do with anything like that sounds like a you problem bro if you're in the military and you're going back to base soon i'm just basing this like this is truly an ignorant thing for me to say and i'm like fully owning it before i get into it but from what i've seen on like television and stuff like that a lot of the time people in the military tend to want more committed things from the get-go right i'm not too sure i've never really met anyone in the military but i have seen that on tv have you met someone in the military i remember my friend who i went to high school with and i had like a mild crush on him at stages in my life you know dipped in and out he ended up going and being in the military good for him good for him so yeah maybe they want more committed relationships so maybe this person's like a bit mad like she like quote unquote wasted his time hmm but like, I mean, why, why would you be under the assumption that someone wants something that committed when you've only been on two dates with them? It's just very confusing. Like also, yeah, it's super confusing. And I'm just like, maybe oh, it's just a bit gross. And then he forced her to kiss him. That's not okay. No. That's so not okay for many reasons. I just think like maybe these people, maybe like he wanted like, you know, to know that he had someone back home when he was on base. Yeah. But like, that's just really not the way to go about it and it's also just like not this person's problem it's absolutely not this person's problem like i'm sorry but that's the risk you take when you date Mm. is that it might not work out after two dates two dates is fucking nothing like obviously you can always decide no matter when it is no matter how many dates you've been on that you are not interested in someone and that's totally your right on both ends like no matter Mm. who you are but two dates is not like it's your fucking problem if you thought that you're going to get married after two days literally such a red flag it is a bullet dodged if you ask me (laughs) (laughs) this is my favorite one i think i've ever read in my whole entire life (laughs) okay just to really cap it off for these frightful (laughs) dating experiences this person said (laughs) and I have many questions just before I say it I have so many questions about this he told (laughs) he told me he punched his sister the day she turned 18 wait I need to start again I'm sorry he told me he punched his sister the day she turned 18 but quote it's okay because she was a bitch Okay, let's start the questions. First of all, was it okay because she was a bitch that you punched her? I just don't know that it was okay. I just don't know that it was okay. I don't know that physical violence (laughs) is the answer. Second, how does this come up in conversation? 
third, let's loop back to the start of the series where we talked about how it's a red flag. People don't realize that stuff like this is a red flag and they admit them. Like, <laughs> like who tells this to someone? Like who goes on a date with someone and thinks, hmm, I might tell them the story of how I punched my sister, but it was okay. <laughs> Because she was a bitch. Wait, this gives me massive energy. If you guys have listened to the last dating horror story episode we've done, this gives me the massive energy of that submission we had where the person said that a man said to her, you remind me of my sister, she's a bitch. Yeah. It's like, what's with this sister content? Is this the same man? Oh my god, we need to connect these two people. We do. Oh my god, it's just I kind of want to meet this man. Like there this man's walking around. He he's punched his sister. <laughs> She's 18. She was at the very least. This poor woman. Honestly, I just obviously we don't think physical violence and domestic violence is okay, but that is just the most frightful thing to admit on a first date that you have to laugh. You you do. I'm I hope that he's fucking far away from his sister and to be completely honest any other woman in the world right now honestly so let's end there yeah once again I think you dodged a bullet hun yes I think all of these people <laughs> oh, dodged absolutely <laughs> okay so next we're gonna move into talking about one of our favorite topics in the whole <laughs> entire world which is the ick mm. and getting icked the fuck out because he's getting icked down. <laughs> you really thought you were good, like you were good with that, Thanks. but like I saw it in your face that you were like, this is funny. <laughs> anyway. So in our first episode of the season, we talked about things that give us the ick. Mm-hmm. And this time we thought we'd turn it over to you, but not quite yet. <laughs> Hold your horses. <laughs> not yet. First of all, we're going to give you... It starts Some with us. <laughs> As always, we're first. <laughs> we can't just expect you to give us the podcast content. No, we have to give you our own content. So we're going to start with an ick each. I'm going to kick it off because last time I wasn't fully prepared for the icks. But let me tell you, I got this ick today at perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a serious ick, but it's also kind of a fucking laugh in a way. <laughs> So something that gives me the ick mm-hmm. is when someone is super like cynical about things and mocks things mm-hmm. because they are clearly so deeply insecure yeah. in themselves and in people actually openly liking things. I think it's the lack of self-awareness because I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely gives me the ick as well. Like it is deeply tragic and very obviously an insecurity thing and like it's fine to have insecurities and it's fine to think things like this but don't like have the self-awareness to like realize what you're saying yeah or who you're making fun of yeah exactly you know i'm just gonna provide some context i'm just gonna do it oh my god do it okay so this person (laughs) has been sliding into my dms for months i love this so much (laughs) i think i want to do it yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) this person has been sliding into my dms for months Good for them. Good for them giving it a crack. Mm-hmm. I was considering. Mm-hmm. You were heavily I was, considering. I was going to do it. You were almost there. You were almost there. And then they decided to post some things on their social media, uh, making fun of people who are influencers. Yeah, it's interesting. Who's an influencer we know <laughs> that they're trying to sleep with? 
Oh, it's you. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, this is a very interesting thing and I'm instantly icked out. So bye. Mm. Yeah. It's also, it's like not, if you're going to make fun of someone who everyone makes fun of, like influencers, like mm-hmm. influencers are, I'm not going to say feel sorry for them because like, obviously a lot of influencers are incredibly privileged. Yes. It's a privileged industry. Yes. But they are the butt of many jokes uh-huh. and they are not considered like an actual job in me- for many people. Right? Yes. So if you're going to make a joke about an influencer, at least make it funny in my opinion. Well, you said it. <laughs> like I'm not condoning obviously any type of like negative, like negativity or bullying. But if you're really going to go down with this influencer joke, like, oh my God, influencers are stupid. Like at least be like funny and different about it. Uh-huh. At least get a little quirky with it, you know? Yeah. This person was not that. Oh no, it was just kind of like it was. I think it's pathetic. coming from a place of jealousy that you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> okay, so my I'm guessing we're up to my ick now. Yeah, you go for it, doll. <laughs> so my ick is basically like, and this is not really that lighthearted, but I think what I see a lot on dating apps when I'm flicking through profiles is like super casual sexism, mm. like. And it's just, it's, and when I mean by casual is I mean like it's kind of framed in the way of like they're trying to be like, they're looking for something serious or they're trying to be like nice about it. Like, mm. you know, men who are like, message me if you're one of those girls who actually wants to meet up or like only message me if you're, if you actually want to get a coffee and not talk for two weeks. And it's like, like, that's one example, but for me, like, when I see that, it's an instant fucking ick and an instant no. Yeah. Because I'm like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to be talking for a super long time, if you just want to meet up, if you're one of those people who just wants to get a coffee straight up, that's fine. But don't act like someone's wasting your fucking time, specifically women, when mm. women are so, you know, scared of often of meeting up with strange men mm-hmm. because of what fucking happens to us sometimes when we do. Yeah. Don't act like they're wasting your time if they do want to get to know you via text, which mm-hmm. by the way is what the fucking dating apps are for. Yeah. Just spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Like they're not necessarily for matching and then going and fucking that night. No. So I just think like there have been actually quite a few guys where I'm like ready to swipe right on them. Like I think they're cute. They've had a couple of like funny prompts mm. and then it's like, that yeah and i'm like no can't do it it's a no from me yeah like what the thing that gets me with that is like if you're gonna be that disrespectful and that like not understanding of like a woman's boundaries mm. or even that like invalidating of them what are you gonna be like when i get to know you more yeah kind of thing exactly don't have time for it no anyway shall we move on to some of your the listener you're the listener your icks. Your instant icks or pettiest deal breakers. Yes, pettiest deal breakers. As we've said. And and we are starting off with my favourite thing that has ever been submitted. I'm going to say it. It's my favourite thing that's ever been submitted. It, it's, it's, it's iconic. I respect. I applaud. I bow you, you down. Would, I think this is so funny. Okay. This person said, this is quite petty, but he asked me what bow buns were. He had never had them. Big icky ick. <laughs> See, I respect the ick. I personally feel like if someone said I've never had a bow bun or what's a bow bun, I'd be so excited to introduce them to bows. I understand. But for you, I feel like I understand why you 
Because you're obviously super into food. Yeah, but I didn't know what a bao bun was like four years ago. Like okay. I'm not on some pedestal being like, oh my God, how do you not know what a bao mm-hmm. bun is? Because I think a lot of people haven't had them. I just think this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like I just think this is so iconic. And I'm like, good for you, hun, for admitting that this gave you the ick. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is petty. But I'll admit it. It's petty, but I love it. You be petty. Yeah. You be petty. And that's your boundary and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so the next one is... Mentioning an ex within the first three dates at all. I don't care what the context is. So I'm really interested to hear what you think about this because personally, I usually, I have mentioned an ex in the first three dates on many occasions. Okay. I think it depends on the context and I think it depends on the person. And to be completely frank, like what, like whether they're over them. Yeah. Because I do think that in a lot of scenarios, they're not a mm-hmm. over them or b they're trying to kind of like prove something like you know how guys are like oh yeah my ex is fucking crazy and it's mm. like why are you telling me this yeah i bet she's fucking not yeah like that kind of thing but if it but i personally think if a man was just like oh yeah i went on um like a holiday with my ex mm. that's fine yeah recently i was dating this guy and I was talking about Baz Luhrmann movies and how I really like them. And he was like, oh, my ex actually used to work for Baz Luhrmann. And I was like, cool. Like, that doesn't bother me. You didn't tell me that. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. No, it doesn't bother me at all as well. I do think that, like, I think it's based on context. I think it's based on many factors. Yeah. But I definitely see where there are some scenarios where you're like, don't mention your ex. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm really getting the, I'm really getting the, <laughs> the good, petty ones. The petty icks here. <laughs> this person literally just submitted and said, under six feet. Here's the thing I'm a short queen. I'm an average size queen. Sorry. Okay. You want to say that I'm short, don't you? You are. I mean, you are below average in height, and that's fine. I'm a short queen. So everyone's kind of taller than me. How do you feel about dating someone shorter than you? I've dated people shorter than me. Have you? Good for you. Yeah. See, height's not really a thing for me, but I understand height is a big thing for some women. Yeah. And I can't, I'm not going to lie, and I don't say this very lightly, I feel a bit bad for men sometimes about this. So do I, because like... You can't fucking help your height. You can't help your height, and as well as that, the couple of guys that I've dated, like I'm like... You're going to fucking laugh at me for fucking saying this. I literally wanted to finish my sentence and I was like, oh my God, you're going to roll your eyes so hard. I am like, I'm mildly, I am above average in height. No, I am. Okay. I knew you were going to say something. I'm above average in height for the average woman, right? I think you're average. No, no. I'm above average. I'm five foot six, which is not super tall, but it's not, I have easily dated guys who were shorter than me. Like. Mm-hmm. right so that's fine yeah. anyway I've never personally thought anything of it and like I haven't thought that height was that big of a deal but recently I dated a guy who was six foot four and he was like to me oh no girls have always loved it because I'm like so tall like I'm taller than most women like for sure and I was like do people really care about height that much and he was like yeah people I've dated have always commented on how they don't want to date someone shorter than them mm, interesting and I'm like that's so interesting like mm-hmm. I guess I think that we all should be like Zendaya and date a short king. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm so in love with Tom Holland right now. I have so many crushes right now. It's like not even funny. You know who else is a short king? Angus Cloud. Is he short though? I don't know. Look up his height. Oh, my God. Let's do a live Google. We do love a live Google. A live Goog. 
I'm going to guess that he's 5'6", which I don't think is actually short for a man. That's my height. I think he's going to be taller than Do that. Do you? Okay. He's only 5'8". Okay. So that's like, like he's not short, but he's not, he's tall. not tall. Okay. So and like when I date him, I could easily wear heels and it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. So I appreciate this person admitting that their ick yes. is under six feet because some people just have that ick. Personally, also, I do understand that if you're a taller woman, you might want to um, date a man who's taller than you. Or yeah, like if you're like five foot eight, you want to date someone who is six foot at least, that yeah. kind of thing. Because here's the thing, even though I think I, I said that I do feel bad for men who are like judged on their uh, height, I... At the same time, know that taller women are often made to feel bad and like, quote unquote, like not feminine Mm. enough because they're taller. And that's why a lot of the time they want to date someone taller than them because Mm -hmm. they just, you know, it it feels strange because that's what we're taught feels strange. And we are taught that men are meant to be tall. Yeah. And that is actually something that we can give men that is a really unfair standard because like I fucking said, you cannot choose your height. Anyway, I got on a real tangent just then. You know what? Like, I don't want to talk about this that much anymore, but I do want to say, like, it's really interesting, the societal standard of the woman being taller in hetero relationships. Sorry, the man being taller Mm -hmm. in hetero relationships. Because where did that come from? Where did it come from? I think we should do an episode all about, like, beauty standards and, like, societal standards and things like that and do some fucking research, like the research bitches we are. And talk about that. I'm so down for that. We can move on now. So down for that. Okay, so the next one, once again, I fucking relate to this hard, hard. (laughs) And I actually was talking about this with our friend Bonnie the other day. This person said their ick is their shoes. Thongs, no. Etnies, which I don't know what they are, no. Boat shoes, no. Can you Google what an etni is? Can you do a live Google now? I'll do a live Google. Because I have no fucking idea what an etni is. E-T-N-I-E-S. E-T-N-I-E-S. Etnies. Oh, fuck no. What are they? Absolutely not. They're these frightful runner. Oh, my God. Wait. Ew, they're like a skate shoe. Yeah, okay, no. I, I totally, I totally understand. <laughs> That's a fuck no for me. Here's the thing. I want to say something about open-toed shoes. Okay. <laughs> I can't think, and I again, I feel quite bad for men in this way because who knew there was be so much empathy towards men in this episode from me? God, this is confronting. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Name an open-toed shoe that a man can wear. That isn't the most frightful, fucking disgusting thing you've ever seen in your life. See, I disagree with this. I think men look great in Birkenstocks. Really? Yeah. What? I think men look great in Birkenstocks. Okay. Like, literally, I actually find that attractive. Okay. Okay, you can stop. So, (laughs) (laughs) I disagree. That's fine. Thongs? No. I I agree this person. Thongs? Oh, my God. If you leave the house in thongs... Like anyone or just someone that you're dating? I can't really say anyone. I can't really say. I feel a bit bad because like we live in Australia and everyone leaves the house in thongs besides me. I don't either. Have you ever seen me in a pair of thongs? I I bought the... I, 
the she's last... having a crisis across the table from me and i need you to know i feel like it's funny because if there was ever an episode that we should have recorded in the studio with cameras it's this one because i feel like we're showing a lot on our faces yeah i hate thongs on anyone really There's too much toe action <laughs> too much i you've think got, you've got the tiniest like your feet just need to be a bit more covered than that in my opinion so there's that for me okay um etnies which we've just learned what they are yes it's a no it's a no it reminds me of like the shoes that like the kids would wear in grade six yeah you know yeah well the skater boys that you used to like when you're in grade six yeah boat shoes here's the thing i can kind of get around a boat shoe Depending on the person and depending on the context. If you're wearing a boat shoe, you fucking better be paying for the first date. That's all I'm saying. Wait, what shoes do you like on a man? I don't know. I was actually just about to say that. I actually don't oh, know if I like You know what I shoes. love on a man? Converse. High top Converse. That shit is hot. Ooh. That? High top Converse? Yeah. See, I don't like high top Converse on men, but I think I do like lows. I like, I prefer a high top Converse. What? Docs on oh. a man? That's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I really, I really do think I'm going to pay attention to men's feet from Wait, this point forward. Let's do that. Because we live on the coast. People don't really wear closed toed shoes here unless they have to. And what the fuck do men wear? I think they wear boat shoes. I don't know. Like, this is like a science project and we we'll do all the need to, we're going to do our research and also you listening need to do your research and message us. What shoes are attractive on a man? Oh, actually, let's do a post in our feed. You message us shoes that you think are attractive and we'll compile the ones that we also agree with you with. Yeah. I have a feeling that I'm not going to agree with many. Doesn't sound like it, huh? (laughs) Okay. Our next ick is dirty fingernails. (laughs) It's an infection waiting to happen, isn't it? (laughs) I will say, will I say it? <laughs> it takes a lot for me to not say something on this podcast and yet I am really considering it. I have hooked up with someone with dirty fingernails and it's just been a bit of a, it's been a bit of a thing. So like, I'm not. Wait, like what type of fingernail, like what type of hooking up? Like, like oh. the fingers were in me. Let's move on. <laughs> no. I don't know if he had dirty fingernails at the time. Oh. No, actually. Oh, I wish I hadn't said this now. It takes a lot for me to not share something. (laughs) I'm really fucking embarrassed. Look, here's the thing. Dirty fingernails are just an interesting situation. Like, I... Just clean them. It takes you, like, fucking five seconds in the shower. Just run some fucking soap and a brush over them. I know, but then I think about people who have, like, labor-intensive jobs where they, like, do get a lot dirtier than we do. Like, I don't get that dirty in my day-to-day life. If you... Okay. If you wash your hands and, like, they're for whatever... Like, let's just say you're a mechanic. I don't know fucking anything about being a mechanic. (laughs) But let's just say I can imagine that perhaps if you were a mechanic, Uh this whole episode is fucking stupid. (laughs) You might have stained hands. Yeah. Or if you're a painter, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That, if you're washing your hands and they happen to be stained, that's fine. If your hands smell like soap, I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> this person's very passionate about this one and I appreciate it. Dudes who don't put their own fucking stinky ass condom in the bin and leave it on my floor. First of all, ew! Who leaves it on the floor? Most men. Ew! That hasn't happened to me. That is the most fucking disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Put it in the bin. Yeah. Like, and okay, if you need to put it somewhere else, put it somewhere that's not the floor where someone can stand on it, in my opinion. <laughs> it's just interesting. What? <laughs> Me? No, not you. It's oh. just like the whole concept. Like, literally just get rid of it. And like, just fucking, if you're at my house, just be like, hey, where do you want me to put this? Yeah. Like, is it is it taboo to wash to, to flush them down the toilet? No, like it's not great for the Imagine the fishes. It's not great for the, you know the the plumbing. The plumbing, it's not great for the ocean, all that. Yeah. Just put it in the fucking bin. Yeah. Wrap just it put in a it, bit just, of fucking toilet paper. Exactly. And put, put it, it in, in the, the bin. bin. Okay, our next one I fucking respect, I understand, I appreciate. Referring to their mates' girlfriends as misses. I have something a bit controversial to say. And it's you probably- like it. Here's the thing. I kind of understand because like as much as I hate it, I also am kind of like, I don't want anyone else to be referred to as missus, but like kind of like refer to me as your missus. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I, it's my, it's definitely my like Aussie bloke daddy issues coming through, but I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think it's not like a daddy issue thing. I think it's just like an Aussie bloke thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I also understand why you wouldn't like it. Like, I think this person said, like, I'm not your missus. Like, I won't be your missus, which I understand. I understand. Because I get it from, like, if it's, like, a possessive standpoint kind of thing. But I also think it's kind of like a cute little nickname sometimes. Yeah. Depends on the context. Depends on the person. If that's your boundary, that's fine. Oh, this person's so within their right. I don't even think this is petty. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Okay, so the next one... (laughs) (laughs) oh the next one is mummy's boys Mm -hmm. and just yes Yes. i understand i I so deeply understand you hear about like i feel like we've all heard about people who are dating men who are just their mum's just a bit too involved in their life Mm. and they're a bit too dependent on their mother Mm. and it's just it, it's always a bit of a – it's always like, are you trying to replace your mother with me? Yeah. Are you just hopping over to the next woman who's going to take care of you for the rest of your life? It's also just like when you're dating an adult man who needs his mum to clear his plates from his room, <laughs> it does feel like there might be an issue. If your mum – if you're an adult – if you're over the – if you live at home and you're of the age of, like, 24, which I have no issue with that. No. The housing crisis is a thing. Rent is expensive. Like, we'll each – Life happens. Own. Life, it happens. Live with your parents. But if your parents slash mum is doing everything for you, mm-hmm. doing your washing, doing your dishes, cooking you food, cleaning the house, cleaning your room – what do you... It's a red flag. It's a red flag because it's like, what the fuck are you going to be like in a relationship if you have no life skills? Mm-hmm. This is the thing. This is what this is what this shit comes down to is, what are you going to be like in a relationship if this is what you're bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. If you're mommy's boy, what are you going to bring to the relationship in terms of like how you're going to be like an, an actual fucking adult? Mm. If you're leaving your fucking crusty ass condom on the floor, what are you going to bring to the relationship? If you're under six feet, I'm kidding. (laughs) The next one is 
I know a lot of men who get really offended by this. <laughs> like personally, I know them. None of them listen to the podcast. Actually, one listens to the podcast, but that's fine. I have no- <sighs> Brian, this is not about you, just for the record. <laughs> You're the exemption to this to this one here. This person said, I have never met an interesting man who golfs regularly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Look, golfing is an interesting hobby to have, and I will. I'm gonna leave it at that. See, this is the thing. I'm kind of attracted to men who golf. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're also attracted to men who do play cricket, which is another red flag that you'd like to go for. <laughs> Look at these last few. Wait, can we quickly move on to to the last one? Um, can we go out of order just really quick? Do you have anything else to say on this on this golf thing? I, I understand the golf thing, but I promise you there are interesting men men who play golf. Yes. I know many. It's, Do you? Yeah. Name them all. Um, Brian. Yeah, I just said that. My dad, mm-hmm. my brother, mm-hmm. and also my boss. Oh, true. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Point proven. Yeah. Well done. I want to just quickly, can we skip to the the next one, (laughs) to the last one? Do you want to read it or do you want me to? (laughs) Because I don't understand what this means. Do you not understand? No, do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell it, so say it. Well, I need to, I need to visually describe it. Do you want to get up and show me? Okay, I'll get up and show you. Wait, I want to, I want to film you. So just so you know, Ducky is, can I film you doing it? We put it on Instagram. Yeah. So Ducky's about to get up and describe what this thing is because i don't know the ick is walks on their toes in that bouncy way so if you guys want to see because she's explaining it to me visually if you guys want to see it um you can go to our instagram because i'm about to post a video so here she is this is our setup just so we're all clear oh just so we're clear okay here she (laughs) men don't do that who does that fact that this is something that some people know about is this a thing that many people know about like how did you know what they meant i just knew when i read it like it's not something i knew was an ick for me but then i read it and i was like yeah this makes sense okay i don't think i've ever seen a man walk like i don't think i've ever seen anyone walk like i that. can like visibly remember seeing a man walk like that in brunswick street in fitzroy <laughs> <laughs> like it's imprinted into my memory i have no idea okay. who it was but like it exists maybe i need to take more i mean have more awareness of how people walk i'll, I'll do that from now on yeah let's go to the very last one and that is when they want someone who quote doesn't take life too seriously I think this kind of comes back to the, like, sexism thing. Yes. Because it's perceived that, like, women are more serious and, like, often I feel like in hetero relationships, men are attracted to women who are, like, carefree and, like, cool girls and, like, things like that. And women, Yeah, Yeah. women are sort of taught that they can't be so serious about things because it's, like, unattractive or whatever. And I just think it's fucking bullshit. Same. I think this is some hetero fucking misogynist, like casually sexist bullshit yeah it's also like you don't want a woman who takes life too seriously like yeah like fucking that's why this attitude of like oh like who cares like let's just like not take life too seriously is why women carry so much emotional fucking 
labor Mm. in relationships. Mm. It's because they're the ones that have to take life seriously. Like Mm. they're the ones that have to typically take care of the kids, take care of the house, take care of the bills, like all that bullshit. Like, Mm. and then we fucking wonder why women are too fucking serious. It's because we know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. It's just annoying. Yeah. So let's leave it let's leave it at that nice little light-hearted ending shall we that sounds like a beautiful way to end today's episode my darling as always guys thank you for being here apologies if the audio was a little less great than you have become accustomed to in the past few episodes like we mentioned we are not in the studio but we should be back there next week and <gasps> dare i say Dicks. we have a little surprise announcement next week we do a surprise for you guys not a surprise for us it's been in the works for a long time many of you will likely guess what it is yes so keep your ears out for that as always you can find us on instagram at tbh.pod you can find my beautiful co-host miss reedy on instagram at cara r and you can find me on instagram at amanda ducks as always we really appreciate a kind review if you are in the mood to leave us a review and we would love if you could follow or subscribe to us on whichever platform you're listening on hope today's episode was a welcome distraction Mm -hmm. from the weight of the world at the moment we are sending so much love and our thoughts are with you hope you are taking care of yourself and are able to take some time for yourself today as always thanks for being here thanks for listening to the podcast and supporting us it means the world to us and we look forward to being in your ears next friday morning bye bye